Hello and welcome. I'm Sri Roy with Sleep Review, and I'm thrilled to be here with clinical sleep educator Teresa Power Denike, BSCCSH, the founder of Sleep Better NYC. Her expertise is in sleep apnea, sleep hygiene, and mindset for sleep and overall well being. After 14 years in healthcare sales and consulting, Teresa witnessed countless family, friends, and patients struggle through the typical pathways for sleep support. Her coaching company was founded as a solution. Teresa has served as a subject matter expert for the AAST, BRPT, AASM, and Dentistry IQ. We are chatting about mouth taping during sleep. Teresa, what exactly is mouth taping during sleep? Are there certain products designed for it, or do people use just any kind of tape? That is a great question. It sounds so simple, too, but this has been coming up so much, and I'd say especially in the last two years, not just from consumers and patients, but also on the clinical side because there is so much talk about it. So, I mean, in short, mouth tape is exactly what it sounds like. It's using tape to keep your lips closed during sleep, um, to improve healthy breathing and to reduce snoring that's caused by mouth breathing. Um, the, the goal of mouth tape is to encourage nasal breathing, to optimize oxygen consumption, increase production of nitric oxide, um, not to mention, of course, the oral health benefits of keeping your mouth closed during sleep. Now, it's not just using, you know, scotch tape, certainly not duct tape or anything like that. Although people have asked, um, there are a lot of different products on the market. Some of them, some people will simply use medical tape, which seems to be fine. Of course, there are some things to note about these products and the materials. I would always recommend medical grade tape um, to make sure that you're not going to have an allergic reaction to the adhesive or if you're, you don't want to use an adhesive that's so strong that's going to pull your skin or cause damage. Um, and typically products that are specifically designed for mouth taping will fit sort of passively. They might even have an air hole. I actually really like this one brand that has like an H shape to it and this will allow for some air, some movement to make it a little more comfortable to reduce that, you know, trapped feeling or claustrophobia, for example. How has the practice of mouth taping evolved in popularity over the years? It seems to be a sleep trend on social media nowadays, but I suspect you may have heard of it long before. It is trendy, and I feel like it comes in waves, too. Like, every few months, there's, like, a new TikTok or something about it. Um, it has changed a bit over the years. I sort of have, like, a love-hate relationship with the idea of mouth taping for sleep. Um, aside from sleep, I have seen it used in, like, various forms of, of mouth taping to be used for myofunctional therapy, in breathwork exercises, um, even during, like, exercise or, or, or yoga practice to, in theory, increase oxygen and help with focus. For that reason, you know, this cheap, quick fix, I do like it because it generates a lot of conversation around healthy breathing and healthy sleep habits, which in my opinion is always a good thing. Um, on the other hand, especially now with you being able to say pretty much anything you want on social media, I, f I see a lot of products that are saying that they can cure snoring or um, people might be using it to cover up mouth breathing and snoring, which we know is often a sign of sleep apnea. So obviously that can be really dangerous for people, especially if they haven't been tested or if they don't even have the ability to breathe properly through their nose. <laughs> is there any evidence that mouth taping during sleep is useful for healthy sleepers, that is people without any sleep disorders? 
Yes, a little bit. So there is a ton of anecdotal information out there and, you know, success stories and testimonials. I do tend to believe that most of these reports are true, given the idea that these people are breathing through their nose and not their mouth. Again, they're obvious, in general, they're healthy or they are not having sleep disorders. There are several studies and legitimate research papers on the health benefits of nasal breathing and regarding nitric oxide, um, filtration, oxygen levels, things like that, but they don't always directly correlate to using the mouth tape. I did come across a study that confirmed a little bit of an increase of deep sleep in healthy people, and another study back in, I believe it was 1999, that showed a little bit of an increase in REM sleep. Um, Now, from what I've seen, and maybe it's a little biased because it is more relevant to my practice. I actually see a little bit more research on using mouth tape as a supplement to other OSA treatments. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, what evidence, if any, um, is there that mouth taping is useful for people with any sleep disorders, including perhaps as an add-on to a device such as an oral appliance for sleep apnea? I really like this idea. I, I do feel like people are a little uncomfortable at sometimes mixing like consumer products and medical devices, but again, it's there and people are asking about it, so we have to keep an open mind. I think that mouth tape and airway exercises and even you know nasal strips or sprays, these can all be helpful increase for increasing the success of these OSA therapies that are proven to be effective. So. There is a study from 2020 that showed a reduction in AHI and leakage due to mouth opening during nasal CPAP therapy when they were using a tape-like product. I think it was technically called a shield, but it was it was some sort of mouth tape. Um, and that same study actually showed an increase in the amount of deep sleep as well in these subjects when they were using a nasal mask and mouth taping versus a full face mask without tape. Um, there is there is another one, I believe it was 2022, so it's even more recent, and this involved patients with mild sleep apnea. So these patients experienced a significant reduction in snoring. About 65% of them had a decrease in their AHI of about 50%, which is pretty significant. But again, they were mild, so we have to remember that's like an AHI of eight going down to four. Now. If, you're, if you start as a mild patient, I'm sure your bed partner is appreciating that snoring reduction and maybe your symptoms improve even though those are low numbers. But that study did indicate in the results that it should be considered an option for mild patients for, you know, for whatever reason they can't tolerate CPAP or oral appliance therapy or, you know, they don't want some kind of surgery. So for mild, there is definitely some research that can be beneficial for using mouth tape. What, if any, dangers are associated with mouth taping during sleep? Um, I mentioned a little bit before, and I feel like this might be obvious to clinicians, but the biggest danger I see is is really in those who use mouth tape to cover up the signs of sleep apnea, which means that they're going to continue to go undiagnosed and untreated. Um, Dr. Weiss in Buffalo recently advised that mouth taping can actually worsen sleep apnea by making breathing more difficult. You know, by, by holding the mouth closed, even if it's passively, we might be reducing that patient's ability to gasp for air during these apneic events or you know, especially if the patient can't breathe properly through their nose, this will put an incredible strain on their cardiopulmonary system. So there's that. Clearly, we want people to be diagnosed with sleep apnea if these are signs of sleep apnea. And then, you know, of course, there's temporary concerns about, you know, allergic reactions or 
the feeling of claustrophobia. Um, and I keep seeing this come up more and more frequently these days. So what is your advice to sleep techs for how to handle the situation uh, when they're doing an in-lab sleep study and they have a patient who wants to use mouth tape during an in-lab sleep study? And does it make a difference to you whether it's a diagnostic study or a titration sleep study that they want to use the mouth tape for? I think that's such a good question. Um, I've actually spoken to a few sleep techs recently about this. I think for the most part, we all agree that we're looking for the most typical night of sleep during testing. So if a typical night for a patient includes mouth tape almost every single night, then yes, it definitely makes sense to use mouth tape during the study. Um, if, we're, if we're trying to relate it to something else, I would say that, you know, just like having a side sleeper sleep on their back in an in-lab study, we might find more apneic events. Like if they don't use mouth tape and they typically do, then again, those scenarios are not indicative of a typical night for this patient. So you know, I, I think it's really just a decision to discuss with your medical director. But, you know, in, in regards to in-lab testing, techs are using chin straps all the time. And even though it's a different product, it's the same general mechanism to keep the mouth closed during sleep and breathing. And in fact, if you really think about it, mouth tape will most likely be more effective at keeping the mouth and the lips closed. You know, you won't have that puffing and that, that strong exhalation, like where their lips like vibrate if you're using mouth tape versus a chin strap. And what is your advice uh, to sleep medicine professionals if their par- patients uh, confide in them that they use mouth tape either with or without their prescribed device to treat a sleep disorder? I would say first and foremost, make sure that the patient has a healthy nasal passageway. Um, I think all forms of sleep breathing therapy benefit from proper nasal breathing, especially when the mouth is taped closed. If If that patient is seeing you as sleep professional, I'm assuming you've already considered their oral health and airway. So you really just need to be clear in the expectations with the patient. Be clear that mouth tape is a supportive accessory and not a treatment product or a form of therapy. You know, even though it it can work and there, again, is some data to back it up, you just don't want your oral appliance patient to see it as a substitute or, you know, your CPAP patient to go on vacation and leave it at home because they have some mouth tape in their bag. Great points. Do you have any social media handles, links, or any other resources that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, um, we have, I have a social media Instagram that is very patient facing. It's very, sort of breaks down a lot of things to make it easier for patients and consumers to understand. That is at sleepbetternyc, no dots or spaces or underlines. Um, and then you can find our page on LinkedIn. Again, it's Sleep Better NYC, and that is definitely more um, of what we do in the clinical world. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us about mouth taping during sleep. And you can find Sleep Review at sleepreviewmag.com and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Mm-hmm.